Hello, Texas Values friends. I hope you're all doing well, whether or not you're watching by Facebook or you're listening on a beautiful Saturday morning at the bridge. Welcome to our Texas Values Report, and I'm Mary Elizabeth Castle, the Policy Advisor at Texas Values, and you are in for a treat today with our special guest, Gianna Jessen. You know, it's that time of the year in Texas where when you walk out the house, you don't know how to dress. There's rumors of a cold front. You don't know what whether to put on a jacket or not, but it's getting a little cooler, and we hope that we'll have some cool weather for Thanksgiving. But, you know, we at Texas Values are really thankful for the laws that we passed this session. And one of those laws we're thankful for is HB 16, which is the Infant Born Alive Protection Act. And that's a very important bill because it protects those infants who have survived abortion attempts and say that if you're born alive, you stay alive. And we are very thankful here at Texas Values to have worked with a very beautiful and wonderful person named Gianna Jessen. Gianna, welcome to our program. Thank you, Mary Elizabeth, but I I have to talk to you about this supposed cold front that reaches Texas. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Every time I am tex- I'm in Texas, if this is not cold, you don't understand. Cold. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cooler is like what we like to say. Well, so, before we so get the other day. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, before we get started, you know, on our interview, I just wanted to tell our listeners a few things about Gianna. Um, so our president, Jonathan Sines, actually served as Gianna's lawyer on a SCOTUS uh, amicus brief for partial birth abortion ban case um, when he was a part of First Liberty Institute. But Gianna has a wonderful story um, of how, and she'll tell you more, of how she survived a saline abortion attempt. And, you know, despite the physical limitations uh, due to that abortion attempt, she has run a marathon, um, become a successful music recording artist. I mean, I can't sing myself, even though the saline abortion should have damaged her vocal cords. Um, she has testified before numerous state legislators, including here in Texas and before U.S. Congress. And she is considered the most famous abortion survivor, but I prefer but she actually prefers the word abortion conqueror. And that is exactly what you are, Gianna Jessen. So just tell our viewers a little bit about your story and how it really impassioned you to become someone who advocates for life. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. And uh, I am adopted and my, my biological parents were 17, so just kids and Uh, My biological mother went to Planned Parenthood, and um, they advised her to have a late-term saline abortion, and that that burns a baby inside and out, and then she's to deliver a dead baby uh, Mm -hmm. within 24 hours. Um, So I was born alive in an abortion clinic in Los Angeles, not dead uh, because of Jesus, and I am so grateful. Uh, At 6 o'clock in the morning, my medical record states born during saline abortion, April the 6th, 1977, 6 a.m., 29 and a half weeks, two and a half pounds. But this is one of my favorite parts. No resuscitation required upon arrival at the hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you think about, okay, you've just been burned alive in your mother's womb, but somehow you need no resuscitation. Yeah. And you're not blind, and you're not dead, and you're not burned. But I do have cerebral palsy uh, caused directly by a lack of oxygen 
to my brain while surviving my biological mother's abortion. And the only reason that I'm here, apart from Christ, (laughs) is because the abortionist wasn't at work at 6 o'clock in the morning, and a nurse was. And had he walked into the room and been there, he would have ended my life with strangulation, suffocation, or leaving me there to die. But a nurse instead called an ambulance and got me out of there. And I was taken to the hospital and placed in the incubator, as I just mentioned, um, uh, weighing two pounds and was there for several months. And they thought, oh, you know, there's no way she's going to live. There's just no way this baby's going to live. And then after Mm -hmm. several months of not dying, they uh, concluded that I do, in fact, and did then have a tremendous will to live. And I didn't want to die. Wow. Wow. What an amazing story. Um, yeah, and so we're just like thankful to at Texas Values to have worked with you. I'm thankful that I got to meet you at least briefly when you came to the Capitol this past session when we had, you know, HB 16, which was the Infant Born Alive Protection Act. And for those of you um, who aren't familiar with the bill, uh, we briefly described it and it kind of, you know, protects babies. Um, absolutely protects babies like Gianna Justin and makes sure that if they're born alive, uh, they stay alive. And, you know, this was in response to a lot of uh, things that were happening in the state of New York. You know, the governor of Virginia's comments about how a baby has to fight for their life um, when they're out, once they're outside the womb. And so Texas wanted to uh, be the forerunner in protecting babies um, in this instance. So Gianna, you actually came uh, down to Texas. We're so thankful for that. And we're sorry that it's always hot when you come here. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure even though it was winter in session, I it pretty was pretty much wasn't winter weather. Uh, but, you know, tell us about your experience in coming to the Texas state legislature. I mean, you've been to plenty of state legislatures. You've been to Congress. But tell us about your experience uh, testing for testifying for that bill and even doing uh, the press conference, you know, that was in the forum. Oh, well, there's no place like Texas. Come on. Oh, great. Yes. Go go big or go home, right? Exactly. So so I had a fabulous day. Um, Loved meeting everyone. Loved working with everyone. So sweet and uh, so, so professional. But I, it was such an honor to to be invited and to be able to to just defend the defenseless and to mm-hmm. to, to really try to um, you know educate people one way or another about about the truth of what's going on and because I think so often in society we can talk about these things but in such a a removed way you know right. <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense. But, you know, you're you're watching a woman limping into the room, although I <laughs> I am no victim. I uh, I've run two marathons and I train eight hours a week with a oh, wow. with a with a, uh, a Navy veteran who was a, a corpsman. Uh, and so he would take care of all the wounded soldiers. And mm-hmm. we are we are um, training to climb a mountain now. Because I'm always trying to um, tell people about Jesus, and they really don't care about Jesus. So if I figure if I'm hanging off the side of a mountain with a disability, they might listen. <laughs> 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 um, but also to just let people know that nothing is impossible for God. I mean, my prognosis 
back to to the issue was horrible. I mean, they said I would never get up out of bed. I would never hold up my head. And now you have this this rising chorus of people uh, here and in different parts of the world that say, you know, if this person, this baby, uh, this elderly person, this disabled person has a terrible prognosis mm-hmm. uh, or diagnosis, why don't we just give them a little lethal injection or a pill? You know, because who wants to live like that? Their quality of life is just going to be terrible. It just happened to Vincent over in France over the summer. And uh, and I always say, who are you, healthy person? What arrogance to look at me and decide for me what my quality of life is. You have no clue what my quality of life is. And frankly, it, it I seem a heck of a lot happier than most people I see walking around with all of their capabilities. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, all life, you know, you know, is important. And I believe that's, you know, the American ideal and what our country was found on. And of course, like you said, uh, what we believe as Christians that, you know, all lives are important. And that's why, you know, Jesus died for us. Um, And I wanted to go even more detail about the hearing. Uh, For those of you who uh, don't remember uh, actually, all of the Democrats in that particular committee, yes. I believe it was the Judiciary and Judicial Committee um, by Chairman Leach, and um, all of the Democrats like boycotted that hearing. Um, and I just and they're all women, right? Yeah, I think they were all women. Yeah, they were. Uh, was yeah, there one I man? I... Yeah, maybe one man, okay. but they were all women, well. and they were Democrats and. I remember that being disappointing. What did you think about that? Oh, my gosh. I think I cried. Not like a ugly cry, <laughs> <laughs> but like, a, 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 you know, impassioned cry about, yeah. wow, you know, thank you, ladies, for basically not caring at all about, you know, you claim to champion women, mm-hmm. but only the cha- you only the women that you agree with. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, just it, they, they sent a, a very strong and vile message that day. Um, and yet, uh, you know, this is uh, I believe it's a spiritual battle as well. I know I always go back to that, but, you know, it doesn't make any sense to not want to defend innocent life. Now, I also need to say very quickly before we run out of time that I'm aware that most likely there are people listening to this that have had abortions or have been involved one way or another. And the goal of my life is not to condemn them. Um, I have forgiven my biological mother. I have told her so as a believer in Jesus. Um, it is so important for me to, to get the message across that, that the only <laughs> The only person I've ever met that can free free us from what we can't forget and what we can't forgive ourselves for is Jesus. But we have to repent. We have to tell him about it. We have to ask for forgiveness. And we have to let him free us and not be imprisoned by that thing for the rest of our lives. His, his cross was either sufficient for all of us or it wasn't. And the reason I say that is because I meet people all the time who are tormented and, I mean, so tormented, sobbing on my shoulder, sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And so I just want them to hear, you know, the peace and the love in my voice that you are beloved of God, no matter what you've done. Um, 
Yeah, that that's wonderful. And, you know, even in this, you know, fight for life, um, like you said, in the end, we just want all people to have the same quality of life and have a chance, you know, in this world. And that's what it's really about, you know, being for people and being for women and men and, you know, that we don't even know yet that could contribute to society. And it's just about being for people. And it's pro-life, it's pro-people. And that's what this movement is really about. And I think your words are very, you know, profound in how you go about this movement, you know, I think is really good. And I think can really, you know, help bring about change. Well, Gianna, <laughs> is there anything else that you would uh, like to tell our viewers before we close out? Yeah. Have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. 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 We all hope uh, everyone who's listening to this program has a th happy Thanksgiving. And I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving as well, Gianna. We're so thankful that you're able to join us on this program. Oh, well, thank you so much for the work you do. And thank you for being awesome and have a happy day. <laughs> okay, yeah. And so we just want to remind our, all of our listeners, if you want to get in contact with Gianna um, to talk to her about her story or to have her speak, she's an excellent speaker. Or if you're in another state, perhaps, and you're listening to this and you want her to testify in your state uh, legislature, sure go to com, and that's where she takes speaker's request and you know, you can talk to her about legislation and, you know, just check out her story more about her on that website as well. Also, they probably won't know how to spell it. G-I-A-N-N-A-J-E-S-S-E-N.com. Okay, great. Yes, I hope you got that. <laughs> and uh, that's how you get to the website. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, so we have a lot that we've been doing here at Texas Values. Um, so we did a lot during session, but we have been busy since session. And one of the issues that we've been tackling has been Wimberley ISD. Uh, this was something that happened this Monday, actually. Um, Wimberley ISD was trying to implement a SOGI policy. And so if you remember what a SOGI policy is, it's a sexual orientation gender identity policy, and it was in their non-discrimination um, policies and student welfare policies. Now, I mean, all teachers and all parents and all students want to protect students uh, from bullies or people who are mean, but that this is not what this policy was about. I mean, putting this language in this policy would actually create special protections and special uh, things that teachers would have to do that would actually punish students. Um, you know, if they were to implement this language, I mean, this would be privacy issues. It would mean, you know, guys competing on girls' sports teams. It could mean, you know, teachers being fired for not using a special pronoun. I mean, this policy would have been detrimental. And Little Wimberley, Texas, was about to implement this in their school district. And so Monday night, I drove to Wimberley, Texas, and I testified against this policy saying that it does all of these you know, detrimental things uh, to students that would be bad for women's policy, bad for women in sports. I mean, it would be bad for students in general and most of all bad for students of faith who have, you know, sincerely held religious beliefs about, you know, who they are as a person and about marriage. So um, I testified against that policy and the majority of the room was against that policy. 
Um, and so I, they weren't even adopting something that Wimberley as a community agrees with. And so thankfully it was a victory. And, you know, the board voted against that SOGI policy four to three. Um, you know, and this is really good because, you know, most school boards or city councils will push these type of policies through without any type of vote or public comment and just, you know, adopt it secretly as a board. But Wimberley actually allowed public comment. They allowed a vote. Um, and, you know, the board members voted it down. Um, some people believe even more people should have voted against it. I mean, the room was packed with people. It was standing room only. I didn't even, you know, have the ability to sit down. And I think the board members and the people, people were telling me afterwards, you know, we're thankful, you know, for Texas Values sending a representative out there for well thought out reasons against this policy. And so the people are impassioned and they're emboldened to, you know, really protect their children out there um, from these types of policies that are nowhere in state and federal law. And that's a really important thing to mention about it. It's not in state and federal law. I mean, it would be out of state, out of step with state and federal law. And so they're just trying to put these policies in that are actually a sword and that we actually know that, you know, the LGBTQ advocates use these policies to sue the school board and to sue teachers. Um, it's not something that's used as a protective measure. If you know the history of any type of harassment or discrimination policy, those are used as protection measures. But these uh, policies where you add the sexual orientation and gender identity language, they're actually used as a basis for lawsuits. And once they put them in place, that's when, you know, all of these activist organizations are going to send their lawyers into the schools. And, you know, lawsuits can definitely bankrupt a school district. So that's something that you really don't want. And I'm glad Wimberly voted against this policy. Well, just to recap other things that we've done, we've done some fun things besides fi fighting against policy and winning. Um, we had our gala last week, which was a beautiful event. It was at the Weston Memorial City in Houston. Um, we had Dennis Prager, who's always so well-spoken and just knows how to really talk about our issues in such a practical way, in a way that really resonates with people. Um, we gave out Faith and Family Champion Awards to those who were in attendance. And um, I read off those names, and those were the people who attended. But you can go and find the full list of Faith and Family Champions on the Texas Values Action website. And that's really important because um, we're uh, getting to the point where primaries are coming up. You know, the election is coming up. There are seats that are empty. And it's really important that you look at who's on the right side of these issues. And like I said, you know, it's not, well, it is about religious liberty. It is about family values. I mean, people need to realize that um, being nonchalant about these policies could be really detrimental as far as people being sued, people being fired for reasons where people had no intention to hurt people. But, you know, these types of policies are being used to, you know, just sue sue every dollar and sue every person um, for, you know, not agreeing with, you know, certain ideals. And so it's really important that you look at that scorecard. And we do have faith and family champions who are standing up for the right family values and who are standing up for your own liberty um, to protect you from some of these um, SOGI type policies at the state legislature. So be sure to check that out and to vote according uh, to that scorecard. Um, if you didn't you know, get a chance to attend the gala, which was really great because, you know, you had a chance to meet 
these state legislators. You had a chance to hear Dennis Prager. You had a chance to have a delicious meal. Um, if you missed that opportunity, do not fret because there will be an event in Dallas on December um, 4th. Uh, it will be in Dallas. It'll be actually in Plano. Uh, you Dallas people are sensitive about the difference between Dallas and Plano. So I'll be correct and say it's in Plano, what they call the made up city. And so it's in Plano and it'll be a really nice event. You know, you can take off of work um, at lunchtime, uh, bring a coworker. you know, bring people at your job. Have your boss buy a table at this event even. You know, you can come and it's at the Glen Eagles Country Club. Uh, Plano's not very big. You can find uh, where it is, the Glen Eagles Country Club. I believe it's on either Plano Parkway or uh, one of those streets. But it'll be pretty easy to find. You know, please stop by. Um, well, our guest speaker is David B. Wright, and you do not want to miss him. Um, he has an amazing story. He has glasses just like mine. And he tells an amazing story of how um, he has fought for the pro-life movement. Um, we're going tying him back to the pro-life movement. And he's just in a very, very inspiring speaker. He has this organization called 40 Days for Life. Um, you can go and I think to 40daysforlife.com and know more about that. Um, it's a amazing movement, amazing organization, and you don't want to miss that inspiring speech. And there'll be good food there as well. Um, so you won't miss out on that part. And there'll be state legislators there as well, um, those who are in the Dallas area, and we'll be honoring those faith and family champions in that area as well. So please go to texasvalues.org and order your tickets today. Uh, we are Running out of time, I guess, a little on that. Uh, we'll sell tickets, you know, until the event, but you want to get your tickets before you start getting out of town for Thanksgiving. Uh, mark it on your calendar so when you come back, like I said, um, tell people at your job, if you're in the Dallas area, if you know someone in the Dallas area, tell them to check out this event and come to this event. Um, even if you're in Austin and you just are like, hey, well, I just want to drive up since I missed the gala. I just want to drive up to Plano um, one day and, you know, enjoy a nice lunch and learn more about Texas values. Uh, you can do that as well. But please, you know, if you're in the Dallas area or you know people in the Dallas area, please come to this event. You do not want to miss it. Again, the tickets are on txvalues.org. And of course, you know, we've been really busy with galas. Uh, but we've been really busy, like I said earlier, with Wimberley ISD fighting policy as well. And, you know, doing these things is not, you know, just a volunteer thing. It takes resources. Um, we have a very talented team here. Um, you know, just please bless our organization uh, with uh, your resources. And, you know, there's a lot of things that the Bible says about that. But, you know, I'm not going to pressure you with that. But you can go to txvalues.org and you know, bless our organization. But more importantly, pay attention to what's going on. You know, check into these TX Values uh, reports. You know, go to our Facebook page, check, check our Facebook Live, our blog post. Uh, you can find out more about what happened at Wimberley and more about that policy at txvalues.org. Um, but other than that, uh, staying involved, I hope you have a relaxing, you know, Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for at our organization. You know, I'm thankful for being alive. You know, I'm thankful for this job. I'm thankful um, that I get to speak to you on this radio station. I'm thankful for our First Amendment rights in this country. And there's so many other things I'm thankful for, um, just the health of my family and my parents. And I'm sure all of you are thankful 
for many things as well. And so I'm just thankful that you're tuning in to this station. And I just hope you have a wonderful time with your family this Thanksgiving. And be blessed. And thank you for tuning in.